Welcome to the Summit Church Podcast. Hey, good morning, church, and welcome to Church Online. Come on, I am so excited that we get to come together today in the name of Jesus Christ. And it's so good to have each and every one of you here joining together. And I believe that today God wants to speak. I believe today that God wants to move in your life. We serve a God that loves us and that is concerned about every need we have. And He sees you right where you're at. Today we're going to continue in our series, Developing Your Destiny. And over this series, we've looked at how do we discover our destiny? How do we develop our destiny? And we're also going to talk about today how we are deployed for our destiny. I'm going to read out of the Word this morning in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 through 20, as Paul is talking to the church of Corinth. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 through 20. Let's read this together. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to Himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them meaning that because of Jesus, we can be free from sin as we surrender our life to Him. And it goes on to say, and He has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Let's pray this morning, and let's get into the Word. Father, we thank You. Your word is true and your word is life. And and we thank you that you have actually given us a plan and a purpose. And it's for your kingdom. You've actually called us to be ambassadors, to represent you to a lost and a dying world. And I pray today as we hear your word, we would be strengthened and we'd be encouraged to be the ambassadors of Christ. We'd be deployed on your behalf. God, we thank you that you're speaking life to us and through us. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, man, what what a great, great day that we get to come together. So many great things happening. And in case we haven't had the chance to talk or you haven't heard, we've had big news in our family is that uh, Shelly and I are now grandparents. And we just, our our grandson, um, Callaway, just turned uh, a month old. And I loved it as we were looking on social media, our son actually put, hey, he's two feet tall. And I thought that was so funny to see that he has already grown to two feet. And, you know, it's just been a month, but even in the month, it's been fun watching him. And we take such joy in that already. We've got to be around him for a good week. We're going to be going back and seeing him soon. But it's also been just a joy to watch our son and our daughter-in-law Uh, start and embark on this parenting journey and uh, most of us are probably parents or or we've observed someone that has stepped into parenthood and I'm not sure if you if we're ever really truly ready for kids you know when if you if you have kids and or if you have if your kids are older even 
you know, you, no one really could prepare you for what was about to happen. Shelly and I, we had kids when we were pretty young. We were married at 19 and 18, and just a few years after that, we started having our kiddos. And, and I can just tell you, as you know, it wasn't always easy. Uh, I think many times we get into it and we're like, why didn't someone tell me this was going to happen? Why didn't someone prepare me better for having these kiddos? And we, it's not always like we thought it would be. We're probably surprised by things that come along as we have kids. But you know what I know is that it's worth every minute of it. When you have kids, your life is completely changed. I mean, think about it. You start acting differently. You start talking differently. When you leave the house, you don't just walk out. You have to get, it's like a, it's a major act of Congress. You have to get everything ready. You have to get your bag ready. You have to get food. You have to get diapers. You have to get all these things. I mean, life changes. You start watching movies that you didn't watch before. You start, you start, you know, uh, changing where you go, do things. I mean, it just radically changes your life. And it caused me to think of what happens when we surrender our lives to Jesus Christ. You know, when we feel the the conviction and the drawing of the Holy Spirit, we recognize by the Holy Spirit that, that we need a change in our lives. That we need something to be transformed and renewed in us. There's a drawing there. But that doesn't mean we're necessarily prepared for all that comes along with it. Just like being a parent, when we give our lives to Jesus, there's probably some things that we are surprised by. There probably are some things we're like, hey, I didn't know this was going to be like this. But the the good news is, is that it's worth every minute of it. It's worth all the surprises, all the challenges. It's worth it. When we surrender our lives to Christ, our, our lives are changed. But not just our lives here on earth, our eternity is changed radically changed we start acting differently we have different focuses we have a purpose we we live differently we start treating people differently we start going to different places we start spending uh, our time in different ways it's because we're taking up a cause that 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 is bigger than us and maybe it's something you know we didn't even notice it before we didn't even care about it before but now we've given our lives to Jesus And now we care about a cause that before maybe wasn't even on our radar. Our destiny in Christ is one that that we're continually discovering, we're continually developing, and we're continually being deployed for God's purpose. That's our destiny. That's how God created you. Like, I haven't even given my life to Christ yet. Well, listen, we're praying for you. We want you to know it's the greatest decision you could ever make. And I don't want there to be any uh, confusion We truly believe you won't step into your full destiny until you step into a life with Christ. You know, when you look at the word deployed, it it actually means this. It means to arrange in a position of readiness or to move strategically or appropriately. Or or summed up this way, to come into a position ready for use. I love that. I love that our hearts should be God. Here I am. I want to step into what you have for me. Deploy me because I am ready to be used for your glory. You know, often we associate deployment with with military, with a military cause. 
And when you have a, a military group that is deployed for a cause, what happens is they get an assignment. They get this assignment to an area, and they're called to go there, and then they're called to go there to fulfill something, to, to, for a purpose, for a reason. They don't just go. They go with a purpose and a design and a reason. And when they go, it's not just for their good because they're actually often laying their lives on the line. It is actually for the good of others. Did you know that we are deployed for Christ? We are deployed for the cause of Christ. And though we have an eternal hope and one day we're going to leave this earth and we're going to go to heaven and we're going to be with Jesus, it's this amazing thing, this amazing hope that we have. But until then, we are placed right here on assignment. Right here on planet earth. Right here in the USA. Right here in Canyon, Texas. Right here in in Amarillo or whatever town. Listen, we are not here by accident, but when we give our life to Christ, we have been deployed right here to, to share the love of Jesus. We are called to share Him and to help others grow in Him. And you know what? It's not just for our good, but also for the good of others. Come on, we are called and deployed for Christ. In Christ, we are changed. We are changed, but we still live in the world. That's why you hear we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We have been transformed. I mean, literally, uh, something shifts in our spirit, in our soul. We are transformed and changed. Uh, We're a new creation. Paul would tell us in Philippians that we are citizens of heaven. Come on. We no longer are just citizens of earth. As a matter of fact, that's secondary to our citizenship in heaven. In 2 Timothy, he likens us unto good soldiers of Jesus Christ. Come on, you're not a, you're a citizen of heaven. You are a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And in the verse we just read to open, he reminds us that in 2 Corinthians 5.20 of this. 2 Corinthians 5.20, he reminds us of this. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Come on, we are a new creation. We are people that now have a new assignment. We have a why that's so big that it actually moves us away from the life that we knew and and refocuses us on a life for Jesus Christ. our, Our why is so big, we can't go back to normal life. Once we surrender all to Jesus, there should be such a drawing, such a calling that we're like, uh, the, the normal life will not do. We are on assignment. We have been deployed for His purpose and for His cause. Yeah, Paul tells us in Romans this, I love it, thinking about our call, Romans 10, 13-15. Romans 10, 13-15, he says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Come on, we have a whole world that needs to hear the truth of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you today, the hope of the world is not in politics. The hope in the world is not, in, is not financial. The hope of the world is in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. And, and we are being deployed for Christ. 
And I want us to think of it this way. Being deployed for Christ is not a have-to kind of life, but it's a get-to kind of life. Come on, let's have the right attitude. I guess if I have to, not if you have to, you get to. Come on, we get to be in this thing together. It's the good news that the good news for us is that we get to share the good news. Come on, it changed us, transformed us. And if you've given your life to Christ, you're supposed to uh, share it with others. And every single Christian, every one of us, if we say we've given our life to Jesus Christ, then every one of us has been deployed for God's purpose. We will not live out our destiny unless we are living on assignment for God's purpose. I want you to hear that today. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know where you work. I don't know uh, what your routine is. But I know in every aspect of your life that if you will seek God's purpose and have Him working through you, that's where you step into your destiny. Have you, ever, have you ever taken like a big challenge, like you've decided that you, you're going to set this big goal and you're going to go for it? I mean, maybe you've decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run a 5K or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, uh, walk a mile. I don't know what it is. Or maybe I'm going to run a marathon or maybe I'm going to go on this intense hiking trip. Maybe you're like, I'm going to make it to the top of the lighthouse. I, I don't know what it is, but, you know, often when we t- think, think on these trips or we plan these these big things there's usually a progression that happens and in the progression usually is we set this goal and we think this is what I'm going to hit so we have this goal in front of us like I'm going to hit that thing I'm going to run a marathon I'm going to do it and so then what do we do into we go into discovery mode of how, now how do I do that what is the 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 plan I must have in order to achieve that goal. So we, we begin to discover. Then we begin to develop, right? We start developing our bodies where we're like, man, I can't even walk a mile yet. Well, you start. You got to start somewhere. So then you start developing your body. You start developing your stamina. You start developing your lungs. You start doing this, right? And you follow this plan and you follow this development until you, you are deployed to the goal. You're deployed to the purpose at hand and you step onto the place or, st- or go into the place that was the original, original goal. This is how it happens. This is how we do things. When you look at military, they do the same thing. They have, they're going to do something. They plan, they develop, and then they achieve. But the pattern of discovery in our life and stepping into our destiny with Jesus is different. Where military training or goal training happens consecutively. Discovery, development, development, and deployment with Jesus happen simultaneously. And, and what I mean by that is, that is that it's not just this order of steps. Then you are deployed for Christ. We start out being deployed for Christ. See, we often keep waiting for Jesus to come and shine this light on what we're supposed to do, to deploy us, but He already has. We may sit there and be like, if God would just tell me what He wants me to do, if God would just tell me, then I can start training and I can start being ready. That's not the way that it happens. When you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, it all starts. It's all going on simultaneously. It's all happening at the same time. When we give our life to Christ, we immediately... Come on, immediately step into the common deployment of all Christians. If you got saved uh, a week ago, you're deployed. If you got saved two years ago, you're deployed. If you got saved 15 years ago, you're deployed. If you've been saved 50, you're deployed. We, we are stepping into that. And you know what? It doesn't stop. 
And when I say the common deployment, I'm talking about you're stepping into the, to the very calling where we're to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love others as ourselves. We're to live for Him. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. That's not just something that happens 10 years down the road. It starts immediately. We're instantly supposed to be the light. We're supposed to go into the dark places and shine bright. And what's amazing about this is that during our deployment is when we begin to discover things about ourselves. It's when we begin to discover the way that God made us. It's in the middle of the, the fight that God shows us the giftings He's placed in us, that maybe some specific things He wants us to do. But He didn't ask us to wait until this perfect time. He said we are to do it now. You're being deployed, and in the middle of it all, you'll start seeing, oh, that's how I'm built. That's what God has for me. And that's how God wants to do it with us. We must not wait to step out and serve. We must not wait to step out and do things for God and to live for Him. When we surrender our life to Him, it is the time to do what He's called us to do. It is only in the surrender to God's purpose that we truly find out who we are in Christ. It's only to the surrender of God's purpose that we really find out who we are in Christ. Now listen, I am a... I'm a movie guy. I watch movies. I, I probably watch too many movies. And, but I love, if you've, if you've seen Remember the Titans, I love in, the, in, the, in Remember the Titans, you have, if you remember, Sunshine is his quarterback, and then you have Rev, which is the quarterback. They run the option. If you're like, you don't know football, you might just check Twitter or something right now. But for those of you that know football, you know the option is a lot of running, a lot of pitching, and the Rev in the, in the movie could do it perfectly. Sunshine seemed like he was more of a passing quarterback. Well, as in the movie goes, Rev gets hurt. He's out of the game. They put Sunshine in, and out of, all of a sudden, this guy is an option quarterback. They didn't even know it until he was in the middle of it. And, and he gets in there, and then it just takes off. And, you know, I'm just telling you, if we're waiting for the perfect scenario to step in and do something for God, to function in the deployment that He has for us, to use what He's put in our life, or simply if we don't even know yet, but we're just like, I'm just willing to do anything. If we're waiting for the perfect scenario, we're going to be waiting forever. There aren't perfect scenarios. We make the decision first to step in. God, I'm going to answer the call of what you gave to me. And then you're going to be surprised what you find out about how God's built you in the middle of it. You know, I love Summit Next. We do that here. Summit Next is a, a on-ramp to being connected to Summit. It's a, it's a way that you find out not just who we are as a church, but how God built you and where you can serve and plug in. I would encourage all of you to sign up for Summit Next. You can do that right there uh, on, on the screen. You can click or you can, just, you, can, uh, you can message us and we'll make sure that we get you connected. It's a, it's a program that helps you get connected and learn who you are in Christ. It's an awesome place. I love it because you come alive in it. That's what we're supposed to, we're supposed to do. We're supposed to jump in in different ways, not just serving in the church, just saying, God, I want to be used for you. I want to be deployed. And, you know, not only should we be deployed in our life so that we can step into God's destiny, not only should we be deployed as a one-time thing, but we need to live in it. We need to stay in it. Listen, when you give your life to Christ, it's eternal. It starts right here on earth, and you should live it out for Him for all the days of your life. My prayer for my family, not just me, but for my 
my, my children, my son and my daughter, for our, now our grandson and our grandchildren to come, is that, God, they would serve you. This has been my prayer. I've prayed it so many times. They would serve you all the days of their life. And that's what God has called us to do. We want to be successful and sustainable in, in our deployment. We want to be successful and sustainable in our deployment. So I want to share five things this morning. As we're, as we're, I know what time it is. You're like, oh my gosh, you're just not getting your five points. I promise you, they'll be, they'll be finished on time. But I'm calling these the five R's for us to be successful and sustainable in our deployment. Number one, respond. It all starts with the response to Jesus Christ. We hear the good news. We, it strikes our heart and we respond to Jesus Christ. We not only respond to Jesus Christ, but we say that I confess you as Lord, so we surrender our life. It's more than just salvation. There is a miracle that takes place. We're saved. We're redeemed. But we say, God, I don't, just, I don't want to just be saved. I want to make you the Lord of my life. I want to surrender everything I am to you. I, I respond to you to be the light of Jesus, Jesus Christ. I respond to the great commission that says to go into all the world. I want to do my part, God. I'm going to be deployed. I want to respond. Sign me up, Father. I'm all in. I respond to use all my gifts for your glory, not for mine, for yours, God. Come on. Listen, I don't want to paint an easy picture of what it's like to serve Jesus. What we need is us to fully understand that he's not asking for just part of you. He's asking that you surrender your life to him, that you would respond to the action that he made for you with the same action and say, Jesus, you gave it all for me. I'm going to give it all for you. You want to be successful in your deployment. You want to be sustainable. Respond. To Jesus Christ. Number two, release. Release the weight of self-reliance. Man, I know this is hard because in our humanity and honestly in every, almost every other religion, it's all about how many good things you can do. How can your good things outweigh your bad things? But we serve a Savior that says we are not saved by our works so that no man can boast. But we're saved by the grace of God. Come on. You, you will not make eternal difference just in your own power. You've got to let that go and release that to God and understand that it's by His power. See, the enemy will try to weigh you down on your deployment by carrying things you were never meant to carry. He will try to weigh you down and trip you up with the need to impress others. He'll try to weigh you down and trip you up with the need to perform and to be something that you're not. But I want us to understand we're not deployed for just for our cause and with our strength. We're deployed on assignment for Jesus, and He is the one that empowers us. We need to step in with His rhythm, release our ways, and grab a hold of His. Matthew eleven thirty 30 tells us, right? He's, Jesus says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come on, you want to have a successful and sustainable deployment? Respond to Jesus. Number two, release the weight of self-reliance. Number three, remind yourself that your purpose is to fulfill God's plan. You need to have a good reminder. Not just once, not twice, but all the time. You need to remind yourself what you're living for. You need to remind yourself, as it says in Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. It's not second. It's not in a pecking order. It's above all. We seek His kingdom first. And it says, and all these things will be added 
unto you. You need to remind yourself of why you do what you do. You need to remind yourself that it's through God that we can make a difference. You need to continually go to the Word of God and be reminded of what really matters. And it's His kingdom. It's His purpose. It's His reason for living. Come on. We're, we're going to be deployed. We're going to be sustainable. We're going to be successful. The fourth thing is we need to refuel. We need to refuel. You need to refuel your spirit. I want you to hear this today. It's hard to stay deployed when you are depleted. It's hard to stay deployed when you are depleted. We were talking in, a, in one of our small groups the other night, and in our marriage small group, and we were sitting around and we were talking about things that guard our heart. And one of the things we mentioned is rest. There's a reason Jesus gave us the Sabbath. It's rest for our souls, rest for our spirit. And not just rest, but our refueling must be in Him. We need to be refueled in Jesus Christ. You know, uh, Jesus, the disciples would talk to Jesus. It was go, he was going nonstop. And He said, I have food that you know not of. And they were like, what is He talking about? Did He hide away some bread or something? You know, when you go to the buffet, you throw a roll in your pocket. Okay, I'm, I'm hoping you don't do that. But anyway, Jesus said this to him. I mean, if you, need, if you really need to refuel physically like that, you know, feel free to take two communions when it's communion time. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking being refueled by the Spirit of God. Our refueling and our renewal is in Christ. We are renewed in His Word. Come on, don't, don't neglect being in God's Word. Not because He's going to be so angry with you, but because it's in Him you're, re, you're reminded in the Word of who He is. You're reminded of His goodness. You're reminded of His faithfulness. You're reminded of His promises. Be renewed with His people, worshiping together, being in small groups, uh, stirring up one another. That's how we're refueled in our spirit with those that we're deployed with. Be renewed in His presence. Take time to worship. Worship together, but worship on your own as well. Man, if we want to be sustainable, if we want to have the deployment and be used for God, we got to do these things. We, gotta, we have to respond. We have to release self-reliance. We have to remind ourselves of God's plan. We have to refuel uh, our spirit. And number five, we have to recruit others for the cause of Christ. The Great Commission... Jesus gave us, He says, go into all the world, preaching the gospel, making disciples. Into all the world. That starts right where we're at. You're like, well, I'm not really the recruiting type. But I promise you, if you'll follow through with your deployment, there will be opportunity for you to recruit, to minister, to tell others who Jesus is. Because Jesus wants this thing to continue to grow. His hope, his, The way He ministers to the world is through the local church, through you and me, sharing His love, going out. We're all called to recruit. We're all deployed to help others come to know Him. The Great Commission isn't just seeing people saved, but it's seeing people discipled. And we all get to be part of that. Every single one of us. In July, we're going to do something very special. On July the 3rd, on in our service, we're going to honor all of our military. It's called Freedom Sunday. We're honoring all of our military. That Sunday is going to be so special. I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. And I was thinking about our, our, our military and the sacrifice 
that the men and women of our military make for others. The sacrifice they make for even from their families at times, for the betterment of our country, for the betterment of our people. It's so inspiring. It's so inspiring. They, they literally depart from normal civilian life. They move away from what maybe had been the norm for them their whole life. They become unselfish. They don't focus on just individual freedom. They don't just say, well, this is what's good for me, so this is what I'm going to do. But they function together for the betterment of our country. They function together. They come together around a cause. They're deployed with purpose. There are times, unfortunately, when it can be overwhelming. There are times when... when uh, when we see people uh, fall and they do something that we that you've probably heard, they go AWOL, which means absence without leave. And when someone goes AWOL, it, it creates issues. It it there's a there 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 these the the machine isn't working the way it was supposed to because in the military every single purpose. Every single person has a purpose and, and they have a role. And so when they're AWOL and they're not part, it doesn't just hurt them, but it hurts the overall cause. And I, I just want to ask you right now as you're watching, as we're here together, what are the thoughts that has run through your mind about your purpose? If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, Maybe you've never heard the truth that He gave His life for you. He surrendered His life upon a cross. He paid for your sins so that you could surrender your life to Him. He loved you that much. And so I don't think you'll find your purpose without surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. And if, if you want to do that, I just want to encourage you to let someone know right there. And we're, we're going to pray here in a minute. But if you don't pray that prayer with me, let someone know. Uh, message us so that we can follow up and help you along this journey. But maybe you're a Christian and you're watching right now. Have you had the thought that you're not really needed? Maybe you've had the thought that I, I don't have to... I don't have to do anything. I don't have to step into this. When God is talking about, when you're talking about Pastor Scotty deployment and being used for God, you're talking about other people. No one would really miss me, miss my gifts, miss my talents. Maybe you don't think that you were really designed with a purpose. Well, what I want to happen is I want by the power of the Holy Spirit and by Jesus Christ, I want you to see the truth, the truth that you matter, the truth that when you're not in the mix, you are missed because God designed you with a purpose, with a call. He designed you with a destiny. God has deployed you. God has caused you to join the ranks. God has caused you to plug in and be part of a people. You are part of a group of people that are ambassadors for Jesus Christ. You are part of a group of people that are citizens of heaven. You are part of a group of people that it says are like soldiers in Jesus Christ. You do have a place. You are needed and God wants to use you. So I want to encourage you today to avoid the temptation to go AWOL. I want to encourage you to avoid the temptation just to, just to go through the motions. And I want to ask you to step into your destiny. 
I want to ask you to have an attitude that says, God, deploy me. I understand you have purpose for me. Where do I serve? Where do I go? What do I do? God, I'm going to start right in my workplace. I'm going to start right where you call me to be. I'm deployed for Jesus Christ. And I know as you do that, God is going to use you to change lives. I want you to know that you matter. And God, as soon as you gave your life to Him, you stepped into the deployment that He already had created for you and for the destiny of your life. So Father, I thank You for for Your love for us and Your care for us and that You see us all as the family in the body of Christ. You have a purpose for us even before we come to You. But as we surrender our life to You, You deploy us right then. You start shaping us and molding us and and helping us be all that we can be in Jesus Christ. And I thank you that, God, you would use me with all my life, with all that I've went through, you would use me. And I know if you'll use me, you will use others. So I pray today that, Lord, there'll be a boldness that would rise up with them. And, God, there will be a a courage that will rise up within them. And they'll be, God, mission-minded that will stir their heart and they'll step into all you have for them. If you're watching today and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, I'm going to pray a prayer. And I want to ask as you pray this prayer, you would repeat it after me. And then after you pray this prayer, when we sign off or or before we sign off, just message us, please. And let us know that you made that decision for Jesus Christ. And we're going to reach out to you and help you along the journey. So let's pray this together. If you would, just repeat after me and say, Jesus, I love you. I know that you died for me and that you rose again. Forgive me of my sins. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Save me. I choose to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So thankful that you prayed that prayer. So excited about what God wants to do in your life. Don't forget to let us know. Hey, have an amazing Sunday, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the Summit Church podcast today. We pray that God used today's podcast to draw you closer to Him. You can stay in the know at Summit by following us on social media. Thank you again for being a part. This is the Summit Church Podcast.